Um, if you've got your Bibles, I want you to turn to uh, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 34. And um, next Sunday, we're going to start a series. And the series is going to take us through the wilderness to the promised land. And we're going to call it checkpoints. Because all along the journey on the way to the promised land, there were certain places that people stopped and they were tested. And before they could proceed to the next place on the journey, they had to pass a checkpoint. I believe that we as a congregation are on a journey. How many believe that we're on a journey right now? We are on a journey big time right now. And along the way, God's going to stop us. And checkpoint literally means a place where you're stopped for inspection. And he's stopping us to inspect us to see that we can proceed to the next level. And I said that this morning because what I want to do in this sermon is I want to start with the end in mind. So I'm going to go all the way to the end of the journey with Moses looking over into the promised land. And so in in, uh, chapter 34, verse 1, it says, Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo. From the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land, from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah, as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab. As the Lord had said, he buried him in Moab in the the valley opposite Beth Peor. But to this day, no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty years until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua the son of Nun was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all those signs and wonders the Lord sent him. To do in Egypt, and to Pharaoh, and to all his officials, and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. Then, if I could back up to chapter 29, I just want to read a couple verses. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them at the end of their journey, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh, and to all his officials, and to all his land. With your eyes you saw those great trials, those signs and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear. Yet the Lord says, listen to this, During the forty years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals 
on your feet. The message I want to bring to you this morning is very simple, just two words, never once. Never once. Last Sunday, I was able to do something that I rarely get to do, and that is worship with my family on a Sunday where I don't have to do anything in the service, or none of my family had to do anything. We were on vacation, and we walked into a church in um, Charleston, South Carolina, a church I'd heard about called Seacoast Church. Seacoast Church has churches all throughout South Carolina, and there's one church where the pastor's live, and all the other churches, there's videos. And we went, went to one of the video venues, so they had live praise and worship and everything else. And, uh, and then uh, we saw the pastor speak on, uh, on video, and it was actually the second service. They probably had 500 people that came for a video service. It was amazing. But uh, so imagine that I'm standing there with my family uh, last Sunday, and uh, the church is meeting in a renovated theater. I'm sitting with my family on a row. And uh, the worship team comes up. And I'm asking Noah if he would come up uh, for just a moment. And uh, I, I'd heard this song on the radio, I guess, but it never really registered with me until that morning. And the keyboardist started playing uh, this. Standing on this mountaintop, looking just how far we've come, knowing that for every step, you were with us. In that moment, I was transported from our congregation there, and I saw Moses standing on this mountaintop. We just read this passage of Scripture where God buries Moses, and he looks over into the promised land. But in my mind's eye, I saw after Moses looked in the promised land, I saw him turn around and look behind him and say, standing on this mountaintop, looking just how far we've come, knowing that for every step you are with us. Go ahead, Noah. The next stanza goes like this. Kneeling on this battleground, seeing just how much you've done, knowing every victory. at that moment I saw Joshua. I saw Joshua having won the victories in the promised land. They'd fought the battle of Jericho. They'd fought the battle of Ai. They had fought all of the battles that they had to fight. Um, And now here Joshua was at the end of uh, his journey and now he kneels on one of those battlegrounds. And he sings, kneeling on this battleground, seeing just how much you've done, knowing every victory was your power in us. Being new to this congregation, you have seen of me and my family exactly what I have wanted you to see of me and my family. You have gotten an airbrushed version of me. You have seen... 
Um, I've told you the, the great stories of all the good things that God has done and our track record. And, you know, when you go to a new job, you don't tell them every failure, but you tell them every success. And, you know, so I've wanted you to see all of the successes along the way and all of the good things that God uh, has done along the way. But nobody knows the real story of the Nordstrom family like my kids do. My kids have not just seen the victories, but they have seen every battle along the way. Um, You can't fool your kids. You can't fool your wife and you can't fool your kids. Uh, They have been with me for every step of the way. And uh, so we're standing there in this congregation and this song is being played, standing on this mountaintop, kneeling on this battleground. And I found myself with tears coming down my eyes because not only did I think of Moses and not only did I think of Joshua, but as we were singing that song, I began to think of our own lives. And I, I remembered a night when Melanie broke an artery in her body in her sleep and almost bled to death. I remembered a baby that Melanie lost in her womb. I remembered hate mail that I'd received when we had made changes to a traditional church. The tears represented times when we didn't know if our bills were going to be paid. The tears represented the day that we dropped our oldest daughter off to college five hours from home. The tears represented my mistakes and my sins. The times that I was not a great dad. The times that I had lost my cool. The times I was not the husband to my wife that she deserved. The tears represented building a church when it seemed like all hell was unleashed against us. The tears represented walking away a year ago from our lifelong dream, knowing that my children thought I was crazy but they obediently and lovingly followed. In my mind, that moment while we were singing that praise and worship song, I was remembering Noah singing a goodbye song to our former congregation one year earlier as Christiana played it on the piano. And so as I was singing that praise and worship song this morning, I found myself singing with, with, with um, Moses and with Joshua Never once did we ever walk alone. Because I wasn't crying because of losing the child, and I wasn't crying because uh, of the troubles that we'd experienced in the church. I wasn't crying because of mistakes that I'd made. The reason I was crying that morning were tears of joy because I was standing here with my family all intact, and I was looking back at every battle, and I was looking back at every loss that we'd experienced, and I was looking back at every trial that we had faced, and I was singing with Moses, and I was singing with Joshua that morning. Never once did did we ever walk alone. Never once did you leave us on our own. You are faithful. God, you are faithful. I was wondering what Matt Redman was thinking when he wrote that song. And I I googled it and 
what, what's the story behind this song? And, and sure enough, there was a, a video of Redmond telling the story behind this song. And he talked about his family moving from England to Atlanta, Georgia and having a wonderful season of ministry. <coughs> but then God had called them back to England. And the family had already left and the house had been sold and all the furniture was gone and he was standing alone in the house with just him and his guitar and he began penning the words to that song. Never once did we ever walk alone. Eulen Washburn shared an absolutely brilliant blog this week on how the gospel story comes down through the ages. He traces stories of how the gospel spread across continents and the gospel as the gospel was told through the ages and the last paragraph of his blog summed up my thoughts when he said all of the ages are distilled in us and all our tales all our little acts of kindness and sacrifice and fun and love accumulate into the grandest dance ever choreographed the greatest piece of theater ever performed the only true story ever told. Thank you, Yulin, for that story because it helped me put handles on what I was experiencing last Sunday. Because I found myself not just singing with my family, I found myself singing with Moses, I found myself singing with Joshua. And as the worship Singers continued last Sunday, my mind went from my own story to those who I've come to love so dearly at Life Church. I was now singing the song, though I was in Charlotte, South Carolina, with Judy Bagwell. Never once has he ever let us down. I have the audacity to say that in spite of her own husband's death and every trial that she has faced, that Judy sings this song this morning and can say never once has he ever let us down. We see others, we we see one another as snapshots. I've come to know Larry and Valerie as successful business people. I'll bet you your business has always been a success, hasn't it? Every day has been a holiday. Every meal has been a feast. But I know that Larry and Valerie could tell you of days in their family when they didn't know they were going to make it. And I found myself singing with them never once has he ever let us down. I saw Judy Weeks and Pam and Mark and Hawk and Tom and Daphne and Rachel and Jonathan and Lauren. I sang with you last Sunday, Nathan and Melanie and Ryan Cox, as you face the challenge of cancer sang with Eulen and Nan, walking a strange new road without Dolly. I sang with Liz, with whom I wept through her harrowing year. I sang with Sheila and Karen and Ryan and Coy and Irene and Galen and Byron. Galen, who wonders about her sister with cancer. With Mike and Linda Randolph, celebrating 30 years of marriage, I sang with Carol, a new lady in our church. I'm just coming to know, but I know life hasn't always been easy for her. I I sang that song. I sang with all of you, all of you, never once 
Did he ever let us down? I'm intrigued by that phrase, never once. You know, this is Father's Day, and this is a time we tend to, you know, I think it's Paul Cowell said some important things about Father's Day. You know, we we always speak endearingly about mothers, and we give it to the fathers on Father's Day, you know, get your act together and all that. But, But in fairness, you know, mothers get compared to Rahab the harlot. We get compared to God, you know. Think about it, you know, on a Mother's Day you can have a you can have a sermon on Rahab and her faithfulness. Well, she's a prostitute. Come on. <clears throat> Who's the model that men have to be like? God. We fail and we some of you are just getting it. Amen. Yes, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll come and say it again if you don't respond, right? <clears throat> Those are big words, never once. You know, I, I love my kids to say, and sometimes kids glamorize their dads and they, they treat me better than I deserve and talk about things. But as I look at my own fathering and I think, well, my, never once did dad raise his voice. Well, there was that once. There was that once, you know. there was Never once, to, it's, hard, it's hard to say never once, isn't it? It's hard to say about... Any of us never once. But that's exactly how God advertises himself. Is the never once God. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, do not fear. I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, your mind. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God. The message I want you to go home with today ringing in your heart that there have been any given moment in your life when you may have thought to yourself, God, where are you now? God, where were you? I came to tell you this morning that while there are those moments where we wonder where God is and when God seems silent, there is the perspective of time and eternity that looks back at God and we can say, Lord, I didn't know how I was going to make it. big words. Never once has he ever let me down. Scripture says his anger is only for a moment. There was that moment when he was angry and that I thought, God, you've given up on me. But then the Bible says, but his mercy endures for a When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. It's Father's Day. If Father's Day is about me, I fall woefully short. 
you, 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 may, you may stand here today and say, man, Phil's lucky. He's got his kids all sitting there with him. He must be a really awesome dad. <laughs> you know, I'd love to fool you this morning and give you Dr. Phil's tips to a great family. Can I just tell you that I'm here the same way you're here this morning? By the grace of God. By the, it's, it's, it's not, it, yeah, there's things that we need to do as fathers, and there's things that we, that we should do and those things that we do do, but the, if, we, if we're honest this morning, we all fall short. But I came here this morning to tell you, as I stood there last Sunday with my family, I stood there with this truth ringing in my spirit, Coy, that never once has he ever let me down. In a world that consistently disappoints, I commend to you this morning a God who will ever let you down. In this series, we're going to back up and we're going to go through stories when we're going to say, what, where were you now, God? We're out, you know, you, you said we're going to the promised land and I got Egyptians behind me and a Red Sea in front of me. You know, we, we don't have any food out here. There's been, there, there's, this song can hit you at different moments in your life. Some of you may be sitting here this morning and you may be at one of those moments in your life that right now, you're wondering, where are you, God? Are you really who you say you are? Will you really keep your word? David said, I've been young and I've been old, and I've never seen, never once, seen the righteous forsaken or his seed left begging for bread. David also said, bless the Lord, O my soul, And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all of our sins. He heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from the pit. Crowns us with love and compassion. He satisfies our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. The Apostle Paul in Romans said, Who can separate us from the love of God? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor any other else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. I came to tell you this morning, wherever you're at in that hole, whether you're in the battle, whether you're at a break time, you know, you know there, there's about storms. There, you're in one of three places. You're going into a storm, you're in it, or you've just come through it. So if you're facing a storm, if you're in the storm, if you're on the other side of the storm, This morning, I would just like to commend to you a God who when I stood there with my family last week, I began singing this song with the people of God throughout the ages, with Moses and Joshua, with you, with my family. Never once 
Has he ever let us down? Can I tell you what a different place I'm at a year ago than I was even this time last year, being brand new to this congregation? Here we are. It feels like I've known you for all my life. We're on the threshold. God's already done amazing, incredible things, but we're on the threshold of things that if God shared it all with us, we'd probably fall out and pass out right now because we couldn't handle it. And at this stage, you know, here we are, Liz, at the end of this year. I just want to sing with you. Never once did he ever let us down. There's times, you know, I even even wondered, I hope this isn't uh, heresy, but I wondered about Jesus on the cross saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I, I wondered if Jesus a few days later would have sang this song with us. You know what? <laughs> he didn't let me down. God raised Christ from the dead. If ever there was a moment that it seemed all hope was gone. And yet Jesus could sing never once. Has he ever let us down? I want us to bow our heads and pray this morning. If everyone just bow your heads right now. And this morning I would just ask, and I've prayed before this service, God, if there would be somebody here today that the Holy Spirit would just get a hold of and say, today's going to be a fresh start for me. There's anybody here today that would just like to say, I would like to turn my life over to this never once kind of God. If that's you, would you would you just raise your hand in this building right now? Would you raise your hand? Don't be shy. Everyone's got their heads bowed and eyes closed right now. Today just say, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you today. Then I'm gonna ask you if if, if everyone would just Pray this prayer after me. Just repeat these phrases after me if you would. Thank you, God, for hearing our prayers. We admit we have not always been faithful. We have sinned and suffered the consequences of our sins. Forgive us of our sins. Today I give my life completely to you. Not because I deserve it, but because you're good. You've been faithful to me. Thank you for never letting me down. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, the scripture indicates that if you prayed that prayer with me, every sin that you've ever committed has been paid for moment we're going to receive the offering and there's cards in the back of your seat if you made a decision today to follow the lord or recommit your life to the lord you can mark it on that card. or if you have a prayer request that you'd like to put on that card we have a group that's praying every tuesday mornings at the church we're praying for those prayer requests and uh, we're just believing god for great great things how many of you just your hearts are just believing for great things at life church do you believe that Amen. Amen. I believe that with all my heart.
So as the ushers come and we receive the offering this morning, this song we're going to continue singing this song. I'm going to ask the worship team if they'd come back. Um, and after you've had an opportunity to give, if you want to just take a moment and stand on whatever mountaintop it is that you're standing on right now or whatever battleground it is that you are on this morning and just spend a moment saying to God, never once have you ever let us down. As we sing this song this morning, I invite you to come to the front if you want to come to the front or just stand where you are and worship the Lord in your seat. I just want to invite you to sing with Moses this morning and sing with Joshua and sing with this congregation and God's faithful people all throughout the earth that we've got a faithful God this morning. Can we just applaud our faithful God this morning? You're faithful. You're faithful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God bless you as you give this morning.